Hello and welcome to the OCR Exams podcast, where we'll be chatting with a range of guest speakers from the world of education. My name's Anthony, I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Here at OCR, we're committed to supporting teachers and exams officers at every step of their journey with us. We're also here to help our students reach their full potential, and some of our podcasts will feature tips and advice on revising, preparing for exams, and managing mental health. Please remember to like, comment on and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're using and be sure to follow our other social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Just search for OCR exams. You can also find a range of subject specific blogs on our website, ocr.org.uk forward slash blog. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the new term and welcome to our brand new podcast. We hope you and your students had a lovely summer break and are looking forward to the term ahead. We're certainly looking forward to supporting you every step of the way. My name is Anthony Day and I'm a communications manager here at OCR. I'll be a familiar voice on these podcast episodes chatting to colleagues and other professionals from the world of education. So joining me today is Sarah Ash, our subject advisor for health and social care and child development. In this episode, we'll chat about all the support, resources, key dates and training available to teachers as they begin the new academic year. Hi, Sarah, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, morning, Anthony, um, and hello, everyone. Um, as Anthony said, I'm one of the subject advisors here at OCR for Health and Social Care and Child Development. Um, as subject advisors, we're quite a large team. Um, we cover every subject um, that we offer, and we're here to provide support to centres, and we do this in a number of ways, um, such as contributing to newsletters, writing blogs, we attend network meetings in your centre or online, um, we plan CPD programmes, and important we answer your queries um, and our role as subject advisors is uh, really to be the link between our teaching communities and OCR so insight that you share with us that we think is really valuable um, we then share within departments within OCR and hopefully turn that into something useful such as maybe a new resource or something along those lines. So as Sarah just mentioned we've got newsletters, blogs, events that you're able to sign up for on our website. So if you head on over to the qualification page on your website or the supporting you pages on our website, you can enter your details and tick whichever qualification or area you're interested in to sign up for. So Sarah, when it comes to um, things like key dates for teachers, diaries, um, timelines, any key admin dates, what, what are the highlighted dates that you've got for the term ahead? I think the highlight dates for the term ahead is um, depending on your qualification, you need to be uh, particularly aware of when you need to make entries. Um, now, you may not do this yourself as a teacher, but your exams officer certainly will be doing them. Um, and you need to know when they need that information. Otherwise, it will be um, a sort of a last minute task and it will put burden on your day. You don't need that burden. So knowing your key dates is really important. Um, so if you're uh, looking at Cambridge Nationals, um, 
with the current specification, for example, there's a November moderation series. So you need to be aware, when are the entries? When do I meet, need to submit my work? Um, when is the exams officer looking for exams entries, resits? Those are the key starting points, I think, with um, dates and timetables. Um, and it's, it is mostly for the exams officer, but you knowing when those admin processes take place makes your life and their life an awful lot easier. Brilliant. Thank you, Sarah. So things like key dates and timelines will obviously communicate these out to you in emails, um, subject specific um, alerts on our social media channels and they'll be on the qualification right. pages on the website, I think, as well. Yeah, there's a link to them. Um, you can actually get to them from the homepage. So if you go to the OCR homepage, it will say to you um, exam dates and timetables. And actually, when you click onto it, um, on these pages, it's broken down into qualifications depending on what it is you're teaching. So A-levels, GCSEs, Cambridge Nationals or Technicals. Um, and um, you can get to them um, uh, that way as well and via the administration section um, of the website. Um, so uh, easy to find. Homepage, I think, is the best place. So the OCR homepage, I think, is the best place to go to key dates and timetables. Thank you, Sarah. So that's ocr.org.uk and they'll be um, readily available for you to access from there. Yes. And another place Sarah, that teachers should bookmark on their internet browsers, and it is the um, qualification web pages. Um, yes, absolutely. So you definitely want to um, make sure that you have bookmarked that page. As a caveat to that, what I would say is make sure you um, clear your history every now and then just to make sure you're getting the latest information. Um, this actually links back to signing up to updates, really, because if we make any changes to a specification, um, and sometimes we do, and it might be around administration, um, we'll send around an update to tell you that. If you're not signed up for updates, you may not see the latest version of the spec. That actually happened to me recently. We updated the new version of the uh, redeveloped Cambridge National Health and Social Care, so we're on version two. I was looking at a cached page and I was still seeing the original version, even though I knew that a new version had been published. So I had to clear my history and then I could actually access the document that I wanted. So um, it's really important that you do bookmark that page, clear your history every now and then to make sure you're seeing the most up to date. But it does come back to signing up for updates. That way you would know definitely if there was any changes. Brilliant. Thank you. And there are different tabs on those qualification pages, aren't there, such as planning and teaching, assessment, administration? That's right. Um, I think if you're certainly new to um, OCR, uh, the left hand side of the subject pages, uh, you will see the links that you just mentioned, Anthony. So there is planning and teaching. And here you'll find things like schemes of work, um, delivery guides, um, and sometimes also so like teaching elements. So maybe a few resources that you can use to get started. Then there'll be administration and these will be the forms that you need as a teacher to administer the qualification that you're looking at. Um, there's also a link to um, endorsed resources as well. Um, and then there'll be linked to assessment. So assessment would be things for the um, such as uh, any NEA. Um, so it would be uh, set assignments, for example. Um, you can also find their past papers um, now and examiner reports. 
Not all of these are available, though, just on the public site, so you can get a link to them. You might need access to interchange, um, which your exams officer can give you because past papers are stored there. But you also might need access to Teach Cambridge, which is the new secure area of the website. Um, I didn't know if you were going to be speaking about that, Anthony, or do you want me to mention that now? That'd be great if you could. Yes, thank you. Sure. So um, for the uh, redeveloped Cambridge Nationals um, um, and for other qualifications, we've built a new secure area called Teach Cambridge. Now, anybody can sign up to Teach Cambridge, but actually in order to be able to find the most secure materials that we don't want on the public website, you'll need your exams officer to set up your login. Um, and that login will release to you all of the secure documents. So if I use the redeveloped Cambridge Nationals as an example, um, you will find the live assessment material, the candidate style work, um, and we will publish um, to that area the unit recording sheets when those are ready from September. Um, and you'll also um, find information about the essentials training, but we can talk about that a little bit later. So it's really important area of our website so although a lot of things are available on our public website some will have a padlock beside them which will mean you need to go on to interchange but others you may not be able to see at all and that's because you need to um, register with Teach Cambridge. Thank you Sarah so um, so yeah if you, if you haven't yet registered for Teach Cambridge as a as a new teacher with us just speak to your exams officers. There is a web page on our website. So if you just search in the search bar Teach Cambridge or under the qualification section, you'll find that page for Teach Cambridge and it'll show you show you where to access that and how to get started and sign up to that. So um so Sarah, if someone is thinking about switching to OCR, or if one of our listeners knows someone who is, is is that qualifications page the best place to start to, to gather that information? It can be, um, but I think when you're uh, thinking of switching to OCR, you're looking at the exam board as a whole. So I really think the best place to start is the OCR homepage because it really gives you a, a flavour for who we are as an awarding body. Um, you've got the scrolling banner where we headline um, and we promote some of the work that we're doing. I suppose it's our headline activities. Um, and as you scroll down, you've also got the links to the latest news and our blogs um, and then you've also got links to other areas such as the key dates and timetables that we mentioned so I think it just sets out for you OCR as an organisation and then from there you can go um, either to uh, the qualification or subject because you might not know for sure what qualification you want to teach so you might prefer to go in by subject or you might specifically be looking for uh, GCSEs and want to go in uh, via the qualification and then once you're on the subject pages um, you've got the option to glance um, at the qualification so we give an overview of that qualification you can download the specification and the other resources that we've just mentioned, such as the planning and teaching resources, assessment information and administration. But also importantly, you've got those all important contact details. So that's how to get in touch by phone, by email or Twitter. And that is consistent across all the qualifications and subjects. So you will see all those things, whichever subject or qualification you're looking at. Brilliant. And if someone does want to have a chat with us, um, if they're thinking about switching to us, we're, we're happy to have that conversation with them. Absolutely. Um, 
we've got really excellent staff in our customer support centre and I think they're definitely the, the way in to OCR. Pick up the phone and speak to them. They're available. There's lots of them. They're all well informed and they can direct you to the most appropriate person. But also many of them are so skilled and knowledgeable that they can answer your questions directly. So that's the probably the best way to start. You can send in an email and of course we will reply back to that as well. So you've got those choices. Um, I think the Twitter uh, takes you to the OCR exams Twitter. That's the general OCR Twitter page um, and also really useful because that is updated obviously pretty much hourly, sometimes by minutes, depending on what's going on. All right, thank you very much. Great. So moving on to professional development now. So our full range of professional development courses and events are now available for teachers to book on to. Book on to. Um, do you want to just talk about some of the opportunities available and, and what teachers can expect by from joining one of our courses? Yeah, so um, there are core training courses that we run at OCR. Um, so if you're thinking of coming over to OCR, we've got the Choosing OCR. And this will give you um, an overview of the subject and the qualification that you're looking for. Um, it will direct you to where you can find uh, resources that you need. It's an opportunity to ask questions. And the Choosing OCR, it could be delivered by a subject advisor or it could be by one of our subject experts, such as a principal moderator. Um, so you know that you are speaking to somebody who can give you the answers that you're looking for. Um, if you're already with us, but you haven't undertaken CPD, start with first teaching. So first teaching is going to take you through key information in that specification. Um, it will talk to you about schemes of work, curriculum planners, things that you've got to help you deliver. Um, and then you might have a look at some of the assessment materials. So whether that be a past paper or it might be a past assignment or sample assessment material. Um, and again, those are led by our subject experts. So that will usually be a principal moderator um, uh, that it will be uh, leading on those if that's relevant to the qualification. But the some, it's quite often the materials are written by principal examiners, but they might be delivered by somebody else because they're not able to have that direct contact with our teachers. Um, and then you've also got the how to deliver and assess. So these are when you're a little bit more experienced, but you just want to maybe tweak something you're doing just to see if you could perhaps maybe improve some of your outcomes. Um, and um, that's the next stage. So that's when you've been with us for a while and you've maybe gone through um, a year of teaching, maybe had some exams, maybe had some moderation. Um, I think it's worth mentioning now as well the um, e-learning essentials training course for the redeveloped Cambridge Nationals. Um, so not everyone may know about this. It's a new course. Um, it's an essential requirement that at least one member of staff completes this course before the centre moderation begins. Um, if you haven't done it before you moderate, um, it's you will be asked to do it and we will remind you. Um, so it is really important. It's not optional. Um, now, they're going to be available from September and they'll be on Teach Cambridge. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes and it covers the non-examined assessment, giving feedback, submitting work and marks. Um, you could complete it in a departmental meeting. It could also be sort of part of your CPD because it is essential. So you could tick that off as part of your CPD requirement for the year. But absolutely um, really important that people are aware that they've got to do it 
if they are delivering any of the redeveloped Cambridge Nationals. Great, thank you. That's really fantastic explanation of our professional development and obviously get booking folks if you need to book the e-learning essentials training courses that's now available. So um, another fantastic opportunity for teachers to network with not only yourselves but also with other colleagues from their regions are our teacher networks aren't they Sarah? That's right. Um, so we all offer um, teacher networks. More recently they've been online but they were face-to-face -face, um, and we run specific network campaigns so you might see them coming up at specific times of year and we do have a teacher network page <clears throat> where you can see what's going on in your subject area. Um, as subject advisors we attend these meetings um, and we help to facilitate the meeting, keep the conversation um, going, encourage you to communicate with each other, to share ideas, of resources, ways of teaching and some best practice so that you build a supportive network. Now, although these are um, still running online, um, more recently um, I've actually been out to a centre and uh, delivered a network meeting there and it was great and it was really well attended and everyone loved seeing people face to face. So via the professional development pages, you can see the information on teacher networks and there is an email address that you can just send in a request. We would like a network in our centre um, and provided there's several centres in the room, um, subject advisors will come along or we'll do it online. Um, but it is a really wonderful way to be talking about your subject um, and engaging with other teachers and sharing those ideas. Um, and uh, they're really enjoyable. Everyone loves them. Fantastic. So we hope to see many of you join one of our teacher networks. So they'll be available to book from, from the autumn term. Yep, from the autumn term or request one if there's not one there for yes. your subject. Yep. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, Moving on now to um, Exam Builder, which is our test building platform for a wide range of qualifications so for mock exams that are coming up um, in the next few months. So that's recently been updated, hasn't it, Sarah? It has. So it gets updated, um, I, I would say at least annually. Um, and uh, this is where we're going to put all the past papers. We put the mark schemes um, and um, there are also links to examiners reports that come along with those mark schemes. Um, so exam builder is there um, for all qualifications. Um, as you've just said, um, Anthony, it's the assessment building platform. Um, so you can um, get the whole paper and the mark scheme if you want to, um, or you can create your own tests for those important formative assessment points throughout the year. Um, and it's such an easy platform to use, um, apart from the fact it's free, which is a real bonus. Um, it's so straightforward. You can filter by topic, you can filter by keyword. It could be assessment objective or learning outcome. And Exam Builder will then um, draw down for you the relevant questions. It automatically includes the mark scheme for that question. And if it's been mentioned in the examiner's report, you get this too. Um, so it's really um, popular. It's well liked, um, it's easy to navigate through and it's really excellent if you need some quick starters and plenaries, um, then within, you know, literally a couple of minutes, you've got a quick test for your students. Um, and you can also use it to get students to mark each other's work. So you can do some peer marking um, and that helps to familiarise them with the language of the exam um, and um, the mark scheme. And that's really useful going forward. 
So as I say, it is straightforward to use. It can take just a few minutes to build a test um, and um, it's proving very popular with our centres. Fantastic, thank you very much. So yeah, if any, um, any of our new teachers need any support with getting set up on Exam Builder and navigating it, we've got a useful video actually on our Exam Builder webpage on our website that, that takes you through step-by-step -step orientation into the platform and also do get in touch if you need any further support or advice with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they can speak to their exams officers as well because they can help them get access to things like Exam Builder um, and other things that we've mentioned like Interchange and Teach Cambridge. So your exams officer is also a good person to speak to. Great. So in addition to our main website, we've also got a big online support hub. It's called the Online Support Centre. So that's support.ocr.org.uk. And we've got a huge range of FAQs on that web page, broken down by GCSE, ASNA level, technicals, nationals, vocationals. Um, and we've also got new Ask the Community pages, haven't we, Sarah? Yeah, we have. Um, so I think the FAQ is a really good place to start if you've got a couple of questions. Um, it tends to be the, the more everyday type of questions. So, you know, where do I find the assessment material, um, for example? Um, how, maybe how to contact someone, where are the witness statements, all those kinds of things. Um, but we've also got community pages. Now, we used to have community pages um, and we had them for a long time and they were widely used and they were widely supported. But as qualifications ended and new ones came on board, it became a bit cluttered and there was some sort of like outdated resources on there and contact details. So they were taken down and they were cleaned up and they were rebuilt and now they're back. At the moment, it is for Cambridge Nationals predominantly, um, but you can start uh, talking to teachers in your community, you can post a question. Um, it can be by region, it could be nationally, it, it literally wherever you choose. Any question you like, um, you can tell other teachers that you're sharing your ideas and resources there, and then we will begin to see those communities grow. We oversee that, um, and sometimes if you don't get an answer from your community, we'll answer it. So it's another way to get your questions answered, um, but it is another way of networking, not quite as personal as if we come into your centre because you won't necessarily know the person who's replying, um, but it is also a way to uh, network with others. So yes, the, the uh, communities are a really good way to go forward. Fantastic. You mentioned earlier in your introduction um, that we write subject specific blogs and mm. that, that's so they're written by you and your colleagues as subject advisors. We also have guest writers, yeah. um, other other experts in house that write blogs um, for certain admin areas and processing and management. So do you want to just share a bit of a, an overview of what what our blogs could involve and, and how people can access those? Yeah, so um, the blogs I did mention earlier, you can access those by putting in a search in the um, web pages, but they're from the home pages. You can access all our past blogs. Um, you can filter them by qualification, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that what you get will only be about, for example, filtering for science and only getting science. You might get other topics where experts from that area have come and spoken or where subject advisors specific to that subject area have written blogs of interest. So 
we might write blogs um, about um, how to moderate a piece of work, how to understand an assessment in GCSE physics, for example. Um, but it's we will also provide them for more personal um, things such as teachers' mental health experience during lockdown. Um, and we also write blogs that support equality and diversity, so such as Pride Month, um, Black History Month. Um, and so we cover a range of, of um, topic areas. Um, all really interesting reads. And I think it lets you know that we're more than just our role that we have wider interests. Um, you, as I say, you do need to filter by subject. So if you are a science um, teacher, if you look at science, you will see the science subjects, but you will also see other things that are relevant. Um, and I know that one of the science subject advisors wrote about, uh, I think it was LGBTQ, sorry, um, scientists in GCSE science. Those kind of things come up. Um, I think in psychology, we had um, a guest blog writer talking about ways to cope with the approach to exams. It's literally, it's so huge, um, but we all write them. And actually, really, any member of staff in OCR can write a blog. Um, so I think it helps you to know a bit more about us as an organisation. Absolutely. And those blogs are fantastic, very, very insightful. And I'm always learning something I didn't know um, mm. about any subject. There's such a wide range of blogs. So, yeah, do do go and have a read of those. And we'll obviously share them out to you um, yeah. in our subject newsletters and, and um, our monthly roundup as well. So um, keep an eye out for those. Thank you, Sarah. So I think we've covered most things to get teachers settled back into new term and up to speed and, and, and have a successful term ahead. But please do get in touch with us. It doesn't matter how small your query is. We're here to support you every step of the way. I think just one other thing we need to um, remind people of is that we've also got our subject specific Twitter channels um, yes. as well as yes. our big corporate OCR exams channel. We We do have a specific dedicated channel for each subject, don't we? So, um, and they're run by the subject advisors. You share out yes. relevant subject updates and resources and things, don't you, regularly? So do go and give us a follow. Yeah, that's right. And I think you can find those on the subject pages. So yeah. you'll find each of our subject um, channels and you can sign up to as many as you're interested in. So always remember, I think it's not just what you teach, but it's also where your interests lie. Um, and um, do have a look um, at the uh, Twitter feeds. Um, it's always really interesting and it is all very up to date. Um, but I would say the key takeaway, sign up for updates. Thank you very much. Thank you. So that's all for our Back to School for Teachers podcast today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your colleagues and please get in touch with us if you need any further support. All our contact details and social media channels can be found at ocr.org.uk forward slash contact.